toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you so much again for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And this is our segment called Speak the Love. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters for allowing this weekly conscious conversation. We are so grateful for all the support we have received with monthly donations on Patreon, the five-star written reviews on iTunes, and the connection within our Awakening Souls Facebook community. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. And if you like what you hear, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment and get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And breathe that light and love out and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. So I'm really excited about our conversation because I feel like one of the new buzzwords, or maybe it's been going around for quite a while, is manifesting. Mm -hmm. I love the concept and idea of manifesting. And I also think there are a lot of misconceptions around manifesting. For me personally, I came to this idea of manifesting. This was, gosh, a couple decades ago. I don't know if anyone else has read the book, The Secret. Uh, I think it's by Rhonda Byrne. And I'm not criticizing her book at all. It actually was quite an eye-opener for me and this whole realm of, of manifesting. But after I read that book and I also watched the movie, I honestly thought, okay, if I just think really positive, happy thoughts about earning money or getting a new car or getting that perfect job, then it will just magically appear. 
Mm. <laughs> and I and I know I'm not the only one. I know other people have had this concept of manifestation being like this magic wand. And that if I just think positively enough, if I just don't go the downward spiral of thinking, oh, it'll never happen to me, then somehow it will just magically appear. Mm-hmm. Have you had that, that similar experience, Stacey? Absolutely. I remember when The Secret came out and that, yep. you know, that was, yeah, a couple decades ago. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I was like, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, hope and wish that this is going to come true. And, you know, I'm just going to think about it and and there it is. And, you know, and then you realize, oh, there's more to it than that. And, you know, recognizing that, you know, we have to do as well, right? It's not just about hopeful thinking or thinking that things are going to just magically appear. And, and you know, I think, you know, the universe is speeding things up now. And so we do have to be really careful of our thoughts. And, you know, we can think about something, but then we also have to look at what is the energy underneath that and what prevents us from manifesting the things that we truly want. And, you know, being realistic, I think, too, is an important piece. And not to say that we can't have big goals, but if we say, oh, I, I want to manifest a million dollars, you know, that's not always going to be what we get, right? Because there's a lot of other steps before that if we don't especially if we don't feel worthy at that moment, because, you know, maybe we're living paycheck to paycheck, right? And so recognizing that there's going to be a lot of steps before getting to that million dollars, not to say that that's not a possible goal, because I think, honestly, my philosophy and belief in life is anything is possible, right? We just have to take the steps before that before getting to that place of having a million dollars. And maybe a million dollars isn't, you know, really what you want, but maybe looking at underneath that, like for me, I know it's freedom. You know, I want freedom of time and money and it might not be the million dollars, but it might be, you know, having a financial freedom or having, you know, time freedom. And so we have to look at, what is the desire underneath the money that is driving us? Yeah. So important. Like, what do I really want? And I can totally identify with the financial situation. I too, when I, you know, back in the day, when I read The Secret, I was in financial hardship and I thought, okay, I'm just going to think really positively about making all this money to pay the bills and the debt and all the things. And I'm going to buy this really great car because I'm going to have this money. And I was so disappointed, you know, when it didn't show up. And I realized I didn't even have the mentality or the mindset and the heart set too. And I'll get to that in a moment of how does a wealthy person view his or her world. Like it's a totally different perspective that I had no concept of. You know, I too, you know, check to paycheck. That's all that I knew. And I continued that legacy. So I really needed to start shifting my mindset and my feelings, what I call a heart set, into feeling the gratitude that whether it would be freedom or what I really wanted that the money I thought would provide for me. And so, so often I think we make manifesting almost like a mental game. 
when our emotions, which is energy in motion, emotion, Mm -hmm. um, play an integral part in manifesting. In fact, for me, if I am not in the heart space, which for me is gratitude and love and compassion, if that's not set, whatever I, you know, am attempting to manifest physically in this world will not come to fruition Mm -hmm. because it needs to come from this more vibrational place. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think, you know, that is a a big key to that is really finding those feelings, right? The gratitude Mm -hmm. in the present moment, you know, that, that was a, a shift for me. And, you know, because when you tune into gratitude, stress and gratitude can't live in the same space. So we have to, you know, choose one. And do we want to focus on, you know, what's wrong with this picture versus, you know, how do we feel? What do we feel now and having this in this moment, whether or not it feels, you know, like you have what you're wanting to manifest, but what, what could you be grateful for? You know, maybe it's having, you know, food on your table or a roof over your head and really opening up the space to begin to plant those seeds for, for that gratitude. And, you know, that is, that is a really important piece and, and getting specific, you know, for what you want, because I know that (laughs) when I was manifesting, when I was working on manifesting, you know, more money, it was me you know, also paired with the belief that I have to work really hard for that money. Uh And I was, I found myself working, you know, five jobs and try, and I was trying to build a business and, you know, do all these things. But I found myself working literally like 70 or 80 hours a week. And, you know, I was bringing in money, but I was also burning myself out. So I think it's, you know, really important to, get specific to what we really want. And that's why it's important to, you know, understand the feeling of what we're truly after, you know? And so I had to really tune into freedom and I focused on freedom within my heart space. And so I was able to feel that. And then even though I didn't have a lot of freedom at that time, I had to, you know, feel the feeling. What would it feel like to be free? And so paired with the, you know, gratitude, gratitude for that freedom. And that was a big shift for me. Yeah. Same with me. I I loved how you mentioned the getting specific for what you want, because so often like the belief, oh, I have to work hard to get the money. And that's a deep seated belief for, I mean, for myself and for many people. And so I've also learned that I have to hold loosely the how like the how Mm -hmm. it's going to get there. I mean, yes, I need to do the work, but my rational brain wants to take over and plan every little step out of how I'm going to get there and how I'm going to do it. And then there's no space for the divine to come in and allow it to flow. And who knows, maybe it could be easy. Mm -hmm. Maybe it could be joyful instead of working so hard, like the five jobs you mentioned and, and burning yourself out. And then we ask ourselves, well, was it really worth it? got the money, but 
now I'm so depleted of energy that that's not what I really wanted either. So it's this, it's this play, right? We want to be specific for what we, what we really want. And then also kind of holding loosely the specific steps to the outcome. So we can allow divine energy to come in and be a part, be an integral part of this manifestation process. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love what you said about, I mean, just that how, right? Because how is, I think we can get caught up and stuck on the how, like yeah, how I know is this I going to happen? <laughs> I know, me too, right? Because so it seems it's like, impossible, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it, it's happening. You know, we have to, you know, our, our thinking mind is like, well, I haven't seen this happen yet. Like, how am I going to manifest, you know, this money or how am I going to afford this trip or how, you know, and so we have to get ourselves out of the way and feel into the feeling because that's really where it's about the thinking of mind will get tripped up on the how all the time. Every time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So true. And it's this balance, right? It's this balance of we do need to vision, you know, what we desire, like the feeling behind it. And then there's also some actualizing and some steps that do need to take place. But those steps come from a more inspired place rather than a frantic, desperate, oh my gosh, I have to do all these things to make it happen. Like when when I feel that like desperation, then I know my ego is just totally getting in the way and it's it's not going to work out at least not as easily as it could so mm-hmm. i i do have you know a consistent what i call a visioning uh practice within my meditation and i just allow the feelings of like gratitude to just like bubble up within me uh and and then i'm like okay spirit what what do i need to do next just one next step mm-hmm. to move towards that particular goal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think letting go is probably also one of the most important things because, you know, we can have the vision, right, which is really important to get specific on the vision and feel into the feelings and then you know, let go of the exact outcome, let go of the, you know, what we how we perceive it to come into our lives because the universe always has another plan they might it might not be exactly what you had imagined and oftentimes it's even better than what you could imagine right and that's one of the the key phrases i always use when i'm manifesting is this or something better right because this is what i i want but universe show me how this can or show me like what what do i need to do you know, and what's the next step? And, you know, can you, you know, bring this into my life if I'm meant to have this in this moment? And, you know, and and the other thing with manifesting is that it doesn't mean it's not working if something isn't coming into your life. And sometimes there's more work to do before you can actually have that thing in your life. Because if it comes into your life too soon, sometimes you're body, your mind, your spirit is not ready for that. And so, you know, we have to, you know, recognize that piece too. I think it's Tony Robbins who says God's delays are not God's denials. Ah. And I always come back to that because it's not that, you know, uh, universe or God or whoever, you know, you identify with is not 
denying you that in that moment, you know, there's just maybe some other work that we need to do. Yeah. And it could just be a not now or a wait, Mm -hmm. you know, because I think back, like if, if I would have received the abundance of money, you know, back in the day, I really question whether I would have been responsible Mm -hmm. with that money, even if I did get it. So I think it was in divine timing that it didn't arrive exactly when I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another key factor is know that it transpires at the timing that it's meant to, not always on our timing, which is so hard because, I mean, our instant gratification culture wants it like yesterday. Mm -hmm. And so it just can seem painful to wait for, you know, the, the good health to come or whatever type of abundance that we are we are looking for, that mm-hmm. to trust in that divine timing. And I know when you're in it, it's so difficult to, to see that. But in hindsight, I can see of the, the lessons that I needed to learn previous mm-hmm. in order to really receive those, receive the gifts of what I was manifesting. Absolutely. And you did, you mentioned inspired action, you know, and so that is a really big one for me and for, you know, the manifesting piece, because, you know, we can, well, like for myself, like I ask the universe, okay, give me a sign. What's the next step to do? And it'll usually show up in a thought or an excitement. And actually that's how this podcast got started. I got this inspired action download and the universe was like, here you go. This is your next step. And I just took inspired action. It was came from spirit and I knew exactly what I needed to do. I was like, okay, I need to, you know, start this podcast. And and I found a co-host. I found, you know, uh, the platform. You know, all these things started rolling in once I got clear and the message came through. But it's you know, sometimes those thoughts will come or maybe someone in your life will say, here's an idea or here's, you know, an opportunity. And it's up to us to say, okay, this is, this is it, you know, this is that. And then to take that next step into that action. And that builds on the momentum of that inspired action. Yeah. The momentum is key. That's why it's just like one step forward. Cause so often there is this misconception with manifesting like, Oh, it's just going to come to me. I just have to sit here and wait and it'll, you know, it'll just somehow arrive when, I mean, every time I have had to take inspired action and it's one step forward at a time and then the right person or opportunity comes in at the time that I needed it. And then it's the next step and it just begins to unfold absolutely beautifully. And it's almost always in a way I would have never have thought of, like my brain would have never gone like, oh yeah, I was supposed to go that way. No, it was totally unique. And and that I think is one of the beauties of, of manifesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and just to trust in the universe, you know, the universe mm-hmm. has our back, right? The universe wants to see beautiful things happen. And it's also important to, even if that doesn't feel true because of maybe mm-hmm. things that have happened in our, our lifetime that feels like, oh, we've, you know, this has been an uphill battle, you know, we, we have to learn, you know, that we can also hold different beliefs. We don't have to 
carry on, carry forward those beliefs that have been maybe have felt like truths, if that makes sense. So we can choose to carry a new belief. And so I I like to create the mantra that the universe has my back, the universe is supporting, you know, at all times and thanking the universe. So like coming back to that gratitude piece, you know, thanking the universe for what is happening in my life right now, even though it might not feel or like things don't seem like they're progressing forward. You know, what does it feel like in my body? And I know for me personally, that can feel like sometimes when I want something so badly, I get super excited and I'm, you know, maybe checking my email or wanting something to happen right now. And I'm, you know, where, where is it? And, and I have to like feel into my body, recognize that there's this excitement slash anxiety because they can, you know, excitement and anxiety are, you know, one in the same, you know, they're very similar emotions, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we tune into that. Okay. I'm feeling excited, you know, I have to step back and just focus on the present moment and let go of that. And so that's something that I know I, I'm still working on and tuning into because I want things now. And and so I have to like really tune into that. Yeah, no, very, very true. The, the excitement and anxiety, they're kind of like two, two different shades of a similar feeling. And so we learn to rest in that excitement. I tend to like to move towards more of the excitement, but nervousness too can also, we can, we can shift that into a positive energy and that we can use it for fuel Mm -hmm. for, you know, what is my next step, you Mm -hmm. know, in progressing towards this goal. And one of the things I also make a part of my manifestation visioning is I will wish it for somebody else. I actually got this idea from uh, the late Dr. Wayne Dyer, and it's this reciprocity of energy, giving and receiving. So if we wish, and it doesn't have to be the exact same thing, but if we wish, if it's abundance or freedom, and it's something that we really want, but we wish it for someone else, and we just, you know, bless them and, you know, send them a, what do you call it? A prayer or good vibes or whatever. It builds, like you mentioned, momentum. It builds that momentum that we wish it for someone else. And then for me, it's just like this open door to receive. And so often we can even block how we receive. It's the, can we allow that goodness to come in? And I think for many people, myself included, I forget that there's a receiving end to that as well. And that's it's exciting, but sometimes we can almost get in our own way in receiving what the divine has to give to us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, you know, a couple of things I, I wanted to say about that. Um, because those are some really beautiful points and, you know, recognizing that, you know, wishing it for somebody else, but also seeing someone else who has what we want already and being really appreciative and excited for them. Yeah, And I think that is a big piece of that too, because jealousy is, you know, it, it, it's a, an emotion that can come up if we want something, but it also hinders our ability to manifest. And so, because we are deserving 
of that as well. And so when we get excited for somebody else, you know, we are blessing them and we're, you know, in return, we are blessing ourselves. And so I think that is a really important piece to that. I love that. Yeah. Also recognizing that in other people. And it also kind of gives us, for those of us who need like proof, like, you know, if, if it's possible for them, it's also possible for me. It might look different. It may show up differently because we are all, you know, uniquely designed, but recognizing that in someone else as just a sacred connection. Absolutely. And I, I just remembered I was going to say something else about the what you had said, and that was about receiving, right? Yeah. And so receiving is a very, you know, we we are used so used to giving to people that mm-hmm. we, you know, maybe have a hard time receiving. And so one thing that I have found to to help with that is to really when I'm in meditation, I open up my arms and I mm-hmm. allow and I imagine the universe just pouring its energy into me and just, I receive that light. And that's been a practice that I've had to do over the years because I wasn't accustomed to, you know, receiving. What does that feel like when someone else wants to give you something? And so, and it just started with receiving a compliment, you know, allowing someone to you know, give me a compliment and to receive that, not feeling obligated that I had to compliment them back, you know, although I, I want to, but it was more about me allowing that that energy of that compliment to become, you know, part of me and, you know, and, and to allow that in, in a way that that filled me up. And so letting that energy flow is really, you know, what that, what that comes to. I think it's the really important piece. Yes. I, I definitely, definitely agree. I love that. The other aspect of manifesting is being open to receive. Mm -hmm. And so for our listeners out there, if you have a powerful manifestation story, please let us know. We would love to hear that. Please contact us at Be The Love Podcast. You can also check out our Facebook community. And if you are interested in Stacey's book, Your Empowered Soul, A Natural Pathway to Healing Anxiety and Depression, you can find that on Amazon. And I offer holistic lifestyle coaching. I've also got a free video series you can check out called Journey to Abundant Energy. That's at sacredpathyogaandreiki.com forward slash journey. Check out our links in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes, or liking us on Facebook. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with special guest interviews and speak the love conscious conversations with your co-host, myself, and Brenda. A monthly donation of $2.22 or $5.55 really helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays and Thursdays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time.
Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.